What's up, angels? It's your girl, Adina Howard. Make sure you tune in to The Honey Lounge with Teddy Bear, Tuesday through Friday, 1 through 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You had Teddy Bear, and welcome to the Zone of LOTO Radio. And before we begin today's broadcast, I want to send out a lot of love and condolences to the legendary Mr. Bill Withers, who we just lost. Prayers to him and his family. Great man, iconic singer, definitely another loss. My goodness. Your prayers are with you and your family, my man. And on other things, I'll send out a very special thank you to Gianna Shea. Thank you, Mike Queen, for joining us. And family, be sure to get her new hit single, Bitter, available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to uh, Amazon.com. And speaking of adventures, this very gifted singer-songwriter from the U.K., Lord have mercy, and she goes by the name of Shar. <laughs> yes, Lord. New hit single. Same again, accompanied by a wonderful video. So, on behalf of the Zone and LOTOPO, it's my pleasure to welcome to the Zone the incredibly talented Shar. Michael, how are you doing this evening? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, and congratulations on the new single. Thank you. Thank you very much for asking me. Um, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Talk to you. It's been. Um, I mean, we're in, obviously in very strange times at the moment, so it feels quite um, sort of bizarre to bring out uh, a song at the moment. But I'm, I'm really sort of hoping that you know, music is what's you know getting a lot of people through um, the strange times that we're in. This is true. This is uh, definitely true. Um, Listening to your single and also looking at the video, uh, the cinematography and the concept of the video, Mm. very powerful, very powerful. And just listen, because I'm a stickler for lyrics, and that repetitive behavior, that addictive behavior, whether it's in relationships or anything else, Yeah. We end up we continue to go into that same person that we know we really shouldn't be with. I use that analogy <laughs> of moth <laughs> off to a flame. Can you kinda give the listeners out there a little bit more insight as far as your thought process when you first walked in the studio to work on the single? Same again. Yeah, so uh, for me, obviously, like you said, the theme is very much about repetitive, cyclic behavior. Um, and, you know, it, whilst the song very much touches on my own experiences, I think like it's a, it's a strong human kind of condition that we all have to sort of get ourselves in rut or get ourselves stuck in situations where we know, you know, isn't probably healthy for us or isn't good for us. But, you know, there's this pull to it and and like you said whether that's going back to the same person or whether that's um you know having the same night out again which you really shouldn't or it literally could just be in a sense of um you know having the same sort of thought pattern and getting quite stuck 
in that rut. So that was something that I've kind of done a lot of thinking about um, myself. And I think my songwriting process is, you know, I'm, I, I do, I'm quite a deep thinker. Um, I did, I've got a degree in psychology, so I, I kind of do have that, you know, inclination to think in that way. Um, but in terms of the creating the song, um, so I actually sat down with my dad and we wrote it as sort of like a, a poem. Um, and obviously we were coming at it from different um, angles and it had different meanings to both of us, but it was still, we kept coming back to the same theme of like repetitive behavior or, you know, just getting in, in sort of ruts and, and trying to get your way out of it. Um, and then when I went into the studio, I've been working with um, the same producer as I have on my previous track um, a called Wagaman. And we kind of sat down and I kind of looked at the lyrics and it was quite lyrically um, led, this song. And I, and I really wanted that to um, kind of be the forefront of it and let the kind of vocals and the lyrics really sort of push through. Um, but whilst having this kind of um, R&B um, kind of warm contemporary um, beat to it so that was the kind of um, standpoint for that and, and like you said with the music video um, that was also something that I wanted to um, get through I didn't want it just to be you know me performing the song I wanted it to show this sort of um, cyclic behavior that we get ourselves in and sort of repeating the same thing which I guess is quite apt at the moment you know we're we're kind of finding that our days are are quite similar and um, and it, it, it maybe feel like for some people that we are sort of trapped so you know it was it was probably quite a good time to to release it without question it definitely resonates through the entire video i must ask you you know having a degree in psychology mm-hmm. um you could sit back and evaluate someone else just by listening to them but when you flip it and you try to evaluate yourself as an artist and trying your best not to be repetitive in the studio, can it be somewhat challenging because you're your own worst critic when it comes to that, especially when you are trying to create a particular kind of sound? How do you kind of balance both for saying, okay, there has to be be a goal, there has to be a medium, there has to be a balance in between where I'm not too highly critical of myself or I'm not overthinking a particular song working on no it's a really good point because you know like how I described the the track really there's a lot of um just giving this sort of nudge to myself to kind of be like you know you know wake up look at what you're doing but then it's also this not trying to beat yourself up too much because you know at the end of the day we are all human and you know we all make mistakes and, and some of the mistakes aren't even mistakes it's just learning so I you know I am somebody who is naturally um sensitive and I can, I can be quite um, hard on myself like and I think a lot of artists um, fall into that way of thinking as well and, and can be quite perfectionistic so it is difficult to try and strike the balance between you know analyzing um, your own sort of human um, behavior and also in terms of um, as an artist and kind of really pinpoint you know what 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 you're coming up with and why you're coming up with it and and trying to get to the bottom of a lot but equally not being too hard on yourself because you know like that's the kind of uh breakdown in the song where it's it's quite soothing and it's quite um you're kind of just giving yourself like a little rub and saying like it's okay like you don't have to um you know beat yourself up about uh, the things that you know you you might want to stop doing or 
or you know the behaviors that you're engaging in so yeah it's, it's definitely about balance like a lot of things and, and it's difficult to strike that even you know as, as an artist as well with a question you know for a person on the outside looking in they truly don't understand how imperative it is that the artist and producer have a very special I would say kinship mindset because an artist is only as good as a producer allowing that artist bring something new out of them. What is that like working with your dad who knows you better than anyone? I know sometimes it can be when you're bouncing ideas off one another. And at any time, does your vision kind of differ from what you had? Yeah, I mean, obviously my um, interpretation <laughs> of the song might be coming from, um, you know, obviously my personal experiences, and for him it's going to be from his. So you know that you're kind of on the same page, but you've also got, you're bringing your own um, experiences and your own kind of, uh, like, vision of it to the table. But it's never felt conflicting when we were doing it. It was very much like, okay, these are this sort of human behavior that we're we're talking about, we're quite interested in. So, you know, I was getting off my my views and he was getting out his and kind of amalgamated it together. So, you know, we're definitely, um, he he loves writing and it's definitely something that we're going to do going forward. But it's the only time we've done it and I really enjoyed that process. And like you said, working with, producer, so um, uh, a guy called Wagaman, and we obviously have a good relationship in ourselves, and like you said, even though it's, you know, it's my, my story and my words and, and my um, kind of vision, you've still got to have that understanding between whoever's in the room, and everyone's got to draw upon their own personal experiences to bring to that song, because whilst no one can relate absolutely to everybody's personal experiences, you can kind of tap into your own. Um, and that was quite important. So, like a lot of our um, sessions will be sort of sharing our own experiences, and you know, you might spend half the session sort of just talking about general life or what you've gone through and what you know this particular um, topic might mean to you. And I think that's really crucial when you're writing a song that you know is meaningful that everybody in that room feels like they can bring part of their story to it. If that makes sense. Just listening. Uh to the song and an opportunity to converse with you. It seems to me everything organic is very important to you because for me personally, when I'm speaking to artists or having a conversation, and one of the key elements that they always speak upon is that they don't want to do anything that's contrived. They want something to come naturally organic because when it's organic, you get that sense of transparency how important is it to you to have that level of transparency to the listeners and also remaining true to who you are as an artist? Well, exactly. And I think, you know, it's so important to, for me anyway to write about my own personal experiences. But it is about that balance again in that, you know, I want um, my music to be sort of relatable and I want for people to think, okay, whilst I can't exactly relate to that particular experience, like I can draw on my own um, emotions and feelings and I think you need that connection and you know now more than ever I think you know there's this real cry for authenticity and you know to follow your artists and, and that you respect and like and actually know that what they're um, singing about and what they're writing about is 
is them. And, and I think that's really, and if you don't have that and you can't connect with what they're saying and you, and you just don't sort of believe it, um, then I think you've really kind of lost um, why you want to do it and, and what the, the reason behind why you're doing it is. So, yeah, it's, it's very important to me. And obviously it's, it's, it's easier said than done because you know that, you know, you want to write music and, and create music that people are going to like and, you know, you can become quite, you can get quite um, caught up in, in worrying about what other people are going to think and that's something that I am quite guilty with anyway as, as I was just sort of growing up and, you know, wanting approval. But I think now... Um, you, you really do need to just, as an artist, you do need to listen to yourself and, and try not to worry too much about what people are going to think of you because that's how you connect by obviously being yourself. I can I look back with fondness in my formative years that growing up with groups, the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, and then we make that segue where I was a huge clash. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love. <laughs> I was head over heels in love with class. The combat <laughs> CD. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm myself, but that's all right. I'm asking you, what are some of the groups, or just an individual artist that really had a profound effect on you? You know, but this is what um, I wanted. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, my. Um, my my the artist that really has had a, a massive impact on me was Amy Winehouse. Um okay. and so, you know, obviously um such a tragedy that she is no longer with us, but um what she did bring, um, I just think, you know, that that always um got me when I was growing up and, and her voice, her tone, the stuff she sung sung about was so so authentic and so raw, um uh, in a way that a lot of artists hadn't really sort of put their own personal experiences out there and, and might have been a bit kind of fluffy with it. And there was something about her um, ability to, to write and also perform, which really sort of struck with me. Um, and, yeah, I just, she was an absolute inspiration to me, so I still kind of uh, follow that a lot. Um, but I, I think just a lot of strong female vocalists, really. When I was growing up, I would really kind of draw um, myself into, into their kind of style and what they were singing about. Um, and, you know, I think now is a time when there's a lot of strong female vocalists coming through, and, and I think it's a really exciting, exciting time. You know, what's interesting, I think the the magical quality about Amy Winehouse is because she had the ability to be so raw with emotions. Exactly. And, and as you said earlier, the relatability to that, I go back to someone like Miss Chaplin. She had that same relatability, mm. where the emotion evoked so much passion and it was so relatable. And get a sense from you, and it's just me from my humble perspective. Dad! I'm not out. Hello? Hello?
family, my humble apologies. We got disconnected a little bit. A little trouble, but no need there. The teddy bear is here. We have Char back on the line with us. My there. Hello? There you go. I thought we lost you. I'm, right. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Panicking there. <laughs> no problem. No, what I was asking was is that, as I said, to me personally, you haven't begun to even scratch the surface of what you can do. What do you see for yourself? Here we are, 2020. We're in the mid part of 2020. Some of, what are some of the goals that you set for yourself for the rest of the year? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously, things have kind of been put a bit on hold at the moment. Um, I had plans to um, do a few sort of live shows in London, which I was looking forward to, but we will obviously get them rescheduled. Um, I uh, am also looking to release, I've got a few songs which are almost ready to go, um, so they'll be kind of released throughout this year, along with hopefully more um, music videos. And then my real kind of um, aim is obviously to start performing live more and also just to work with different people and kind of grow in my in my sound and the kind of direction that I want to go in because like you said I, I feel like I am at the beginning um, and you know it's a really exciting place to be because I can see all these different directions that you know I could go in or I want to go in and I just need to kind of explore that a bit more so hopefully when things reach um, a bit more back to normality then that's the kind of steps I'll be taking and just trying to use the time now to be as creative as possible, um, develop um, more songs and go from there really. But no, I, I feel positive in that I'm at a good spot. I've kind of lost track on what normal really means. <laughs> I know. True, true. What is normal? Who knows? Maybe what, what? this is the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can see, see people again. That would be nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those tuning in late, shame on you. The teddy bear does forgive you. You are being joined <laughs> by the incredibly talented Char. I must ask, um, there is a huge difference between going in the studio and creating. The creative process is incredible. But can you give the listeners out there a little insight? What is it, what is it like to actually get out and perform live and knowing that you have to take it to a completely different, different level. level. You do. And and that's something that, you know, I'm only starting to kind of scratch the surfaces on, like you're saying, and, and the experiences that I've had so far, I realized that is where I want to be. And I think different artists obviously prefer different um circumstances and the creative part is still so important and something that you know I'm really liking and I want to kind of develop more of but the feeling that I got when I performed live um was just like it was nothing else really and you kind of you're you're kind of allowed to just totally express yourself and just sort of forget about you know where you are it's very mindful you're in that moment you can't be thinking about anything else you're in that moment expressing the stuff that you've worked so hard on um, and that, that, like you said, it is a completely different level. And I think both are so important in order to, you know, you have to have the, the creative part. You have to have the songs that you are so proud of and, and that you want to sort of perform. But, you know, the live part of it, and I think even more so now, um, a lot of artists are, are, are performing more and more live because that's how you can really reach um, 
as many people as possible that hopefully connect with your music. So, yeah, I'm loving that aspect and I, and I can't wait to um, hopefully be able to continue in the not-too-distant future. Without question. I must ask, if you have the ability to get in Doctor Who's time machine, Lord have mercy, <laughs> then you're off five years from now, what would be in that time frame? That's a very good question. Um, I think for me, it's very much about um, working with, like, there's so many creative people out there. There's so many um, creative women as well, which I, I want to kind of collaborate more with. Um, so I would like to see that I've done collaborations and that I've kind of um, worked on different projects with um, different artists as well as, you know, different producers. Um, I'd also like to, I haven't really sort of, um, touched into like festivals yet so that's something which obviously all in good time but hopefully um, within five years time I would have had a few festivals under my belt so that's you know developing a live show working with um, different artists collaborating I think that's so crucial and yeah hopefully hopefully doing some festivals well you know what there's no doubt in my mind that's going to happen so yeah. far be it for me to do so many listeners of some great music. Let's get into it. The latest hit single from the incredibly talented Char with Same Again. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, my pleasure, my queen. Again. 
smart new week Taking a workout on top, bursting on the ground Not communicating, neurons are elevating Our minds are wandering now, chasing highs are winding down Pull up the cover, destroy the mind Time don't go and get yourself in line Hurry up, then when the pressure is high, high now Bursting on the ground And it's time to move, not time to shape out of control They know, we know why And they know Or the kitchen I'm gripping on you by the line 
Brisley, Chris Jasper on keyboards and vocals, Ernie on lead guitar, and the late great Marvin Isley on bass, Caravan of Love, much needed. Lord, there's a here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio again. want to send out a very special thank you to Shard. Thank you, my queen. Remember, family, let your first move be your move. Get out there, get that new single, Same Again, available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And for those who like to look a little bit more veterans, head over to Amazon.com. And make sure you let your fingers do the walking. Stop by Port Shard's Future Endeavors at Instagram.com forward slash Shard. Music UK and the same two handles for Facebook and Twitter. So it is written, so it shall be done. Remember, family, once you join the teddy bear, we got some more soul for you. Yeah, that's what we're here to do because I've seen the need. I'm here to fulfill those needs. This being Tuesday, April the 7th, 12 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we welcome gospel artists extraordinaire, Mr. Isaac Karee will be joining us as we have the pleasure of debuting and discussing his new album, No Rent, No Reward. Again, family, 12 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. And they get all of his updates. Stop by the zone. Yeah, Teddy Bears, Hideout, Honey Lounge on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-O radio. The zone. Also, on Facebook with this handle, but we're going to add a little twist, a little different on Twitter. That's at twitter.com forward slash L-O-T-L radio. And for those in this interview, no need to fear. The teddy bear's got you covered at each and every angle like a good blanket. Yes, Lord, and the glass are sharp. Hey, they go right along with it, but if you like smoke, the teddy bear does. You can always add that to your repertoire, so to speak. Lord have mercy. We got you on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, so on Apple, if you like to give your teacher an apple, it's always a beautiful experience. All you have to do is pull up those apps and type in delicate pay, but fully at the same time. LTL, The Zone. Subscribe just to make sure that you never miss out on some of the incredible interviews that we have here in The Zone. And again, without you, there is no me. Much prayers again to the family of the legendary Bill Withers, a.k.a. Still Bill, because at the end of the day, God has got us, and it's always going to be a lovely day, because there ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Lord, have mercy. Everyone take care of yourself. Stay safe. Keep your honey hoo-hoo in the house. Get some Netflix on. Get your Prime video on. Get some HBO Showtime. Whatever you have to do to occupy your time. Oh, here's a new concept. Pick up a book. Lord have mercy. (laughs) But take care of yourself. One love again. We are going to get through this. I promise you without any question. And we're going to close it with some chic. I want your love. 24 hours a day. 365 days a week. Also leap year included in. Lord have mercy. You're in the zone. Of L-O-T-O
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.